Welcome to the other 99%. Hello everyone, my name is Steve Whittington and I'm your host. According to Economic Development Canada, 99.8% of all employer businesses are small to medium enterprises. Small to medium enterprises are defined as having less than 500 employees. This podcast is dedicated to exploring strategies, tips, and training for creating success as a small to medium enterprise. We all know that the internet is a great equalizer. and today's episode, the individual that we're talking to is the symbol of that. So have a listen and learn how a farmer from Portage La Prairie, Manitoba has become a digital leader for auctions in North America. Okay, who is Dwayne Leslie? Oh, Dwayne Leslie is a farmer from Portage La Prairie, Manitoba, who has a few internet hobbies that have gotten out of hand. <laughs> that, that is a bit of an understatement. Uh, you are the president and creator of Global Auction Guide, which I'll let you tell everybody about Global Auction Guide. Well, globalauctionguide.com, we are a listing service for traditional live auctioneers. Um, we have been uh, doing this since 2001, basically trying to get as much information out there on upcoming auction sales and uh, aggregating this information. <clears throat> and making it uh, easy for, originally it was for farmers to find auctions, but now, of course, we've expanded into uh, basically any industry that can sell something by auction, whether it's real estate or antiques, collectibles, construction, uh, and certainly farm as well, uh, make it easy for people to find the items that they want to buy, whether it's traditional live auction or in 2015, there's so many of these sales now that are certainly simulcast online or just completely online only. So you, being a farmer, you started with farm auctions, as you stated. And uh, what was the shift to become global? Well, we originally launched as farmauctionguide.com, uh, and it's still one of our uh, more most popular brands that we do use. Uh, that was what our we launched our first year, uh, as I said, because we were a farmer and uh, we were trying to make it easy for ourselves. And uh, but within uh, basically a year, we had to rebrand ourselves under the new uh, global auction guide. Uh, corporate identity basically just because our auctioneers would tell us you know you're doing such a great job in our farm auctions uh what about our real estate auction what about our antique auction next month all these type of things so we needed to have something a little more generic and uh that led us to uh becoming global so could you take me through the steps like you've uh, got auctioneers on your site um like do you have representation from every state like how many countries like what's what's the what's the demographics i guess in the scale of this this website well as far as auction companies you know some areas are very very uh auction oriented uh you know some areas are not uh so i don't know if we actually have a, an auction from every province and state uh but we certainly have uh a lot of auctions from the busy places, if that's the right way to put it. Um, we 
started, of course, as a certain brand rather than trying to target a certain geography. So it's not like uh, we're Canada only or Pennsylvania only or anything like that. Uh, so it, that's kind of helped us expand, of course, across the continent. And uh, we, we have looked at other uh, geographies of the world, I guess. And uh, really, other than the UK, there's not any place that really uses the auction method enough that would justify uh, a listing service like ours. And so with that uh, expansion and success, you obviously have a very heavily trafficked site. Uh, you're providing a service to uh, the end customer. You're providing a service to the auctioneers. What would you say uh, have been the critical steps along the way that have led you to this uh, successful platform that you now have? Uh, perseverance and stubbornness would probably be two words that uh, come to mind. But um, like so many businesses and uh, online businesses, the way they've started, it's just been because uh, someone's sitting in their, uh, you know, in their basement office and they have an idea. And if you can get that idea and get that off the ground for the first year or two, especially. Um, without, of course, having to invest too much money. If you're able to just invest a lot of your time, if you have that available, then that, uh, and you have the right business and willing to uh, change the direction of that business as you see opportunities come along. That uh, is what can be quite successful. Um, one thing, of course, uh, and, and it's something that I've noticed the shift in over the last 15 years is Google AdSense, uh, if you're not familiar with that, it's the, all these little ads that uh, you have on your websites, uh, and uh, sometimes they follow you around advertising the same thing no matter what site you go to. But it was a great program, and, and it's still a great program for independent publishers to be able to get advertising revenue. And I know when uh, the first day we used it back in 2004, and that first day we made $4.00. And other than selling auctioneers memberships to, to use our site, uh, you know, it was the first kind of third-party advertising dollars that we made. And that really allowed things to, you know, to, uh, to continue on to be able to earn some more revenue, to want to expand on all these type of ideas. So uh, I think that was one thing that uh, I think any independent online publisher can look at and say this was, uh, you know, a great program. And, of course, after it's not exactly the best paying, of course, there's a lot better opportunities out there. And uh, so, the, But it's a, a springboard to get you doing some of these things, testing some of these things, and then, of course, having some, uh, some data to show potential new advertisers on what you can do. Yeah, I imagine you're heavily involved with analytics on your site and... Um, that that's this going to lead into the the next question I have. So I know for my part on the various different web properties that uh, I'm responsible for, we follow uh, user behavior and and optimize. In fact, just before this call, I was watching user testing videos on our, our new uh, one of our newest mobile site, and so I'm I'm looking at how they're looking at uh, watching them. I guess, uh, how they're using a mobile device and surfing through our mobile site and asking them questions to do certain things so we can see 
the difficulty and so lots of lots of analytics lots of user testing that we do um is that is that how you stay a leader in your uh, industry your area by getting user feedback uh looking at the analytics like what's the what's the process that you do to stay stay a leader well certainly uh doing user testing and things like that just as you mentioned you know uh we've all used crazyegg.com to kind of see what our real users are using on our sites and things like that um but when it comes to analytics you know we get asked you know potential auctioneers they all want to know well how many visitors do you get sure and i you know i'll say to them you know i can tell you we get millions of visitors every year but what does that really mean to you you know, all that really matters is how many people look at your upcoming sales. And that's because they're your potential bidders and, and that type of thing. So, uh, you know, we, we they're, they're, you can get so deep into analytics and into numbers and to the point that uh, you kind of lose focus of what you're really trying to do. We try to give the auctioneers information that they can use to pass on to their vendors, you know, so they can say, well, we we do our advertising with these websites and these print uh, publications, for example, things like that, because ultimately uh, the seller is the person who pays the bills. And uh, But it's the auctioneer in the middle who has to uh, justify and uh, kind of guide the, the vendors where that they should be spending their ad dollars. And uh, we try to make sure that they can quite easily justify advertising with us. Sure. Now, you, you mentioned something I, I think is very critical uh which i fall victim to from time to time getting lost in the numbers and you know going down that rabbit hole of oh let's look at this and look because google analytics is endless uh so one of the things and i imagine you do this for your folks you 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 talked about it kind of or hinted at it um we we often force ourselves to take a step back and say what are we trying to achieve what are the goals and then and then and then we find the analytics that will help us achieve those goals so we can you know basically push out all the other noise so do you have like is there critical goals like that you you know give to these uh, various different auctioneers say okay you know who looks at your stuff like this is the this is what you're going to be getting like you're going to get this much quality traffic or expect this much quality traffic and here's like you have a set as you said you simplified it and uh uh is in and that being said like, how did you go about creating that process? Was it trial and error, or did you sit down and do, like, a four-hour or four-day planning session to figure out, okay, this is what my, my people need? Well, a lot of the things that we have come up with over the years, over 15 years now, is just based on the feedback we get from our auctioneers and our, and our clients. You know, when they say, well, do you know this, or what is this, or how does this work, or... Uh, you know, can you tell me this? So a lot of what we've done has just been based on what they ask for. And sometimes they, uh, you know, we have clients as well who fall down that rabbit hole of analytics. And I, 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 a lot of times I think that maybe they should spend more time trying to find new auctions and new clients that way than spending a day in Google Analytics, you know, on their own website that may only get you know, maybe a hundred or a thousand visitors a, a week. Um, but we, a lot of our analytics and a lot of our information, it basically is just trying to give them, you know, 
usable, actionable data, and that they can then turn around and hand off to their vendor after the sale and say, you know, our advertising uh, online, we had, you know, a thousand visitors on this website, or we had a ten thousand page views on uh, this particular sale bill, and uh, to try to keep it so that it's usable information. And a lot of times they want to know, okay, did all my visitors come from Pennsylvania, or did my best bidder online, did they come all the way from Montana on the other side of the continent? And uh, that's the thing now with online auctions, you never know where that winning bidder, or more importantly at times, is the runner-up bidder. And where did they come from? How did they find out about our sale? How did they find our item? And to be able to quantify where the, they came from and then, of course, where their advertising dollars go uh, for the next sale and the next sale and, uh, and most importantly for us, how many other auction companies they tell that should be using our services. On that note with, I guess, everything moving online, has that been in this industry the biggest shift slash disruptor? So the the auctioneers that don't don't get it don't get the online um, customers are they being left behind or they still have their little you know following uh, and, and like what has been the biggest change you think in this industry and since you've been in, involved in it since two thousand and one? Well, certainly the online aspect and it's not just uh, the portion of what we do of online advertising; uh, it's the online bidding it's the simulcast where the auctioneer has the best of both worlds where he has the uh, live auction with the live bid calling and all of the excitement and everything that goes on to uh, have the bidders who are live but also having that person beside him on his laptop who's bringing in the uh, live bid, or the online bids in, in the live setting uh, so having the ability to be sitting at your your desk and your or in your house coat at home bidding at an auction a, a thousand miles away um, is by far the biggest thing that has changed the uh, the entire industry over the last uh, 20 years. Uh, I know myself, um, before I got into this business, when I was just a farmer, uh, I bought a tractor. This would be about 1998, I think it was. And uh, I bought a 9270 Steiger tractor. Uh, at an online, uh, it was an eBay-style uh, timed auction, uh, and it was sitting in Estevan, Saskatchewan. And uh, I bought it, went and had a look at it after the fact to make sure it was as advertised, and uh, arranged for the shipping, and uh, it showed up in my yard. And uh, it's a tractor I still have today. And uh, and I don't know if that was what got me the, the bug a little bit to get involved more in the auction industry, but... Uh, it was certainly something I, uh, uh, as an early adopter, I guess, uh, it worked out quite well. So do you think there's more people that are participating in auctions now that the, the technology has made it easier for them? Well, the, I guess probably eBay has been the big thing to get the auction mentality into so many people, uh, especially urban people, who maybe only think of an auction to be something like Sotheby's uh, selling fine arts and collectibles and things like that. Uh, so that the idea of the auction has certainly been, the, the online auction has been brought to so many people. 
but then that has shifted as well over the last five years, perhaps, uh, where, and even on eBay, where it's not about uh, waiting five days for that auction to close. Now they've gone past that to where it's buy it now. Every, everybody wants everything immediately. And in some cases, it has uh, uh, made it too easy to find items, whether uh, outside of the auction method. But it certainly has got the, the, the people's mindset to be changed anyways, that uh, auctions are not just for, um, you know, a, the livestock industry or Ritchie Brothers or anything like that. Yeah, that's that's a really valid point. Uh, the auction mentality has really become um, mainstream. Certainly, uh, you know, the, what is the, there's that fairly famous uh, show, Storage Wars, I guess, where they're where they're bidding, and uh, you know, it's it's stuff like that that has really just made it just filter through uh, mainstream culture. With all, like everything, like you you know, you think of you've got. You look at your site, and you have to keep up with eBay, and which is a you know a monster. And of course, you you probably have to look at Amazon from time to time to see what they're doing uh, for user features. Um, how do you how do you keep up, and how do you keep your site uh, like uh, like it's setting it's setting it apart from everyone else? Like, how do you stay a, stay a leader with all this changing technology? Well, it's it's interesting. Uh, we just did a, a relaunch at uh, in January of this year of 2015, and basically had taken our site, which was 2008 technology, and we wanted to be ready for 2015 and and whatever the future holds. So it and it, it a lot of it comes back to just what our own usage of our own site is. You know, when uh, this has to work perfect on an iPad, it especially has to work perfect on an iPhone or any type of smartphone device. Um, so it's kind of like you're always trying to make it better for yourself. And if there's thousands of people every day that also like what you're doing, well, that's a, that's a great thing too. So we certainly had to be, come up with a, uh, a new fully responsive, you know, mobile-friendly, all these type of things. Uh, and it's surprising we actually got rid of some features on our new site because, you know, as, as a good uh, – technology person you always try a lot of new things you're always you know the, the latest things that come out you try it for your own business and then see if you can roll it out for to help other people's businesses you know and on all of uh, the clients that we work with um, so there was things that we dropped and I don't know if I'm the, the contrarian view of some of these things but we actually got rid of all of our share functions uh, you know we were getting so cluttered up with uh, tweet this sale and share this on Facebook and all the other different share uh, icons and things like that and uh, when we were looking at our old site we found that very very few people were actually using any of these things so I'm not sure if that is just in general of, of the industry that you know you there's all this hype to be doing all these things and nobody uses it, or is it just our demographic of people don't care about those kind of things? So we dropped all that stuff and tried to keep our site a lot cleaner and tidier and uh, and try to keep people actually looking at the data that our auctioneers want them to look at on our site and things like that. So we have not seen any adverse effects from any of this and uh, no complaints. and. Um, we just try to keep things focused on uh, on the data, and although we've certainly made the photos uh, a lot more 
uh, up front, a lot more visually appealing, a lot bigger, a lot these type of things because, uh, you know, the old saying, uh, a picture is worth a thousand words. So if you can put 500 photos on a sale bill, well, that uh, should tell you quite the story. Can you uh, have videos uh, on, on your site, like people can take a video of a, a piece of equipment? Yes. Uh, our auction companies at a, at a company level can add a, a embed a YouTube video uh, of what they want, and then they can also, on each individual auction sale, have their um, uh, video showing for that specific sale as well for the companies who get down to that level. Yeah, that seems to be the next big shift in uh, user desires, I guess, uh, online as to everything is video. The images are great, but give me a video now. Uh, with, with that said, you know, you've just went through a relaunch of uh, for 2015 and, and beyond, um, and you've stripped out, uh, I find that interesting, you stripped out all the uh, social functions, but... But when I when I think about it, like uh, you know, as a Facebook status update, uh, I'm going to this auction. I, I don't know if that's exciting news or not that you'd want to share with your friends. <laughs> but uh, at any rate, what's uh, what's next for you folks? I guess really, what's next for us is just just to keep rolling out what we're doing. Uh, there is just so much potential for our company with within this industry you know uh, the national auctioneers association in the united states says that there's about 20,000 auctioneers uh, and auction companies in uh, in the u.s uh, so we know we have a lot of opportunities there and of course that's where we spend most of our uh, marketing efforts and our uh, marketing time as well uh, we have found that uh, doing uh, state and provincial uh, auctioneer association conventions has been a great marketing effort for us uh, where you know basically we go with our little trade show that they have there and uh, for a couple days and then go from state to state and uh, most of them are held in actually January and February so um, it's often uh, a, a group of us of the different auction comp uh, auction service companies who uh, provide services to these people uh, will go in a kind of like a traveling caravan dog and pony kind of show from uh, state to state and uh, uh, but we've found that that's really the effective way and uh, where we can actually meet these people they know us you know with uh, anything to do with internet there can be so much smoke and mirrors and hype and things like that and then when we've been to some states uh, 15 years in a row now uh, we're pretty much not considered to be a fly-by-night company anymore so uh, but that's really where we want to keep keep growing um, you know if we can bring out some new services uh, you know of course phone apps is a, is a great example of new services and new things that uh, is tied directly to what we do with our um, uh, advertising side of things uh, and then of course we work with a lot of these other auction service providers to share data so that when an auctioneer has his uh, sale with an online bidding platform, whether that's uh, Auction Flex or Proxy Bid or BidSpot or any of these companies who do that portion of things, the catalog can come directly to us. It gets advertised on our network. We can also power their own website through a WordPress plugin. Uh, and then also their phone app and all these type of things. So uh, we have a, a, a mantra that we've kind of 
borrowed from somebody along the line called uh, COPE, C-O-P-E, which is Create Once, Publish Everywhere. And uh, that's where we really try to help these auctioneers uh, get their as much of their uh, advertising and uh, work done by doing it once and uh, not have to do it over and over and over and over again for so many of these places. So these are just some of the things we're trying to push forward with and uh, help our clients. And, and, uh, and, of course, with the Internet, who knows what the next thing is going to be next week. Uh, that's part of the fun part of this business and uh, uh, keeps us uh, interested and in always having a new challenge. I want to unpack a little bit of what you said there uh, and, and dive into one thing specifically. I'm ju just out of pure curiosity. Do you find, uh, you, you, you mentioned you've been to, uh, I think it was California, 15, 15 years in a row, and you're no, no longer a fly-by-night company. But that being said, are you still educating people about the power of your platform? We have had a lot of competitors over the year, and I've always kind of embraced them because there were out there training and getting auctioneers to understand internet and you know try not to be fly by night if that's the right term again um, but certainly having the more people are out there training auctioneers over 15 years ago about the internet was was a great thing and then there's always the odd uh, snake oil salesman out there too that uh, uh, are trying to convince people of doing stuff that might not be in their best interest but uh, certainly it's made us uh, become a lot more relevant and uh, trustworthy and you know people believe what we say uh, because we're not trying to sell them that snake oil and what they need to do and things like that and and we're you're educating them how to yeah. improve their business that's and that's and they're they're buying into that uh, I guess. yeah it, yeah, exactly. Because we're as much as we're trying to help them with their business, we're doing the same thing with our business. You know, we're practicing what we're preaching, and and that's the important thing. So, I've been thinking about this conversation, and uh, one of the things at the beginning, uh, Dwayne Leslie is a farmer that has a hobby, and you started back in two thousand and one. So. We didn't we didn't talk about it. Uh, you you didn't really give a lot of uh, information about that uh, that transition. How did a guy in Portage La Prairie start a North American wide internet company, and what what got you to do this? Like, what was the spark? How did you become this guy that is going around teaching thousands of auctioneers about the power of the internet and helping them improve their businesses? And you are uh, you know. Uh, I'm not going to say this in a negative way. Uh, you're you're a regular guy that farms, and and now you're this extraordinary guy going out around North America as an internet leader. How did that happen? Well, the the short version of the of the answer is it's a long cold winter up in Western <laughs> Canada, <laughs> and uh, being on a grain farm, we uh, certainly had a bit of time. Uh, to come up with these things, but I had been playing around with a few internet uh, projects, a few websites, just complete hobby back as early as 1996, and I ended up uh, working with a company uh, called Egg Dealer, uh, eggdealer.com. I was the first person in uh, for that company in Western Canada and helped them get off the ground, and then I thought, well, you know, uh, at that point, it was a print publication as well, and having a a print schedule and a 
farming schedule, you know, could go very, very wrong very quickly. Uh, so I stepped back from that, but I thought, well, this is something I can do for the auction industry and took a lot of the, what I had learned uh, uh, from working with this other company to, uh, to build the original farm auction guide. And, and that's the nice thing about an Internet project where it's your own... You're, you're the only employee and a lot of these type of things where you, you only get back what you put into it. So if you have a lot of time, you can really push it. And then after that, you can let it coast. And a lot of times, if it if it coasts and it keeps going, then it must be a, a good idea. You know, there's, there's some potential there. If you let the project coast for, uh, in my case, say for the summer, um, and it dies, well, it probably wasn't that great of an idea in the first place. So... Um, uh, I would certainly say that uh, having the time to invest was uh, a big part of our success. And then, of course, uh, a lot of luck, too, is, uh, certainly helps. Interesting. And interesting to say that a lot of entrepreneurs uh, that I think are very uh, humble and the great entrepreneurs acknowledge the fact that y you do have to work hard. Um, you, you have to really be stubborn, as you said earlier. Uh, but you also have to have that element of luck. But I, I think the folks that are stubborn enough and work hard enough, the luck will happen. So with that being said, uh, what is the best way to find out about Global Auction Guide? Well, the best way to find out about us is at that exact URL, globalauctionguide.com. And uh, if anyone wants to contact me or has any questions or anything like that, you can find my personal email address right on the site. And, uh, you know, certainly be interested in, uh, in uh, talking to people. Uh, on a personal note, if uh, they wanted to follow my, my personal farm account on Twitter, it is at webfarmer, or at, uh, at webfarmer on Twitter. So. Perfect. Well, thanks for your time, Duane. Thank you very much, Steve.